Welcome to Model Secrets Podcast. I'm Kim Alley, independent agent based in Virginia, a former model with Ford Elite Wilhelmina with 30 years of experience in the business. And I'm Katya, a model from Russia who has modeled for brands like Levi's, Calvin Klein, and many others. We are here to help you make your dreams of becoming a model a reality. On our podcast, we will interview models, photographers, agents, scouts, and other industry professionals. They will share their experience in the modeling industry so that you can learn to make your first steps towards achieving your dreams. Our vision is to give you the tools to succeed in the modeling industry by sharing our experience and providing knowledge, inspiration, and motivation. We hope you will enjoy our podcast. Okay. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm trying to wake up. <laughs> I know, me too. Like, I, I still didn't finish my coffee. <laughs> oh, I got my yummy drink, mixture of everything you could mm. possibly want in there. Avocado, Healthy. bananas, blueberries, everything. It's really yummy. Nice. Yeah. Healthy. <laughs> yep. Um, so, so you're going to go to work today, what time? 10? So I'm going to leave at 10 because I actually going to Philadelphia. Oh. Uh, the, so, and the thing is like today we are expecting the thunderstorms and I don't know how the traffic going to be. Oh. So I'm planning to leave early because I have to be there at 1.30 p.m. Oh, okay. And, okay. So you're driving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun. So I usually prefer to come maybe like an hour early and just, you know, chill there. Yeah. Because you never know what could happen. Got to be remember. on time and early. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. So did also, you get that through? Joy? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah. It's also different. So I usually shoot. So I'm going to QVC and usually there is a studio I know where we are shooting regular, you know, clothing stuff for like spring, summer, you know, winter, fall. Yeah. But this time is something different. So I don't know exactly where the studio is located. And I don't know if you know, but the QVC itself, it's so big <laughs> and yeah, if you don't yeah. know you know i so i gotta give myself some time to find the place and you know so i don't have to rush in it and you don't get lost if you get lost yeah. you have plenty of time yeah what exactly. a good model <laughs> so prepared <laughs> she's got her model bag she's got her directions she's got leaving early all good yeah and uh, Doing, you know, I got up at like six today. Like, I already made a TikTok because oh, I was like, okay, because <laughs> I was like, uh, yes, I was like, get ready. And, you know, I needed to get ready, of course. And right. since um, a pandemic started, I only worked once, so my stuff is all over the place. I was like, okay, what do I usually put in my model bag? <laughs> Let me find everything. You're supposed to have it ready or by the door, just in case. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, usually do, but the times it's just so different. Like I didn't have it ready because I've been using some stuff and moving around because you know I didn't need it. <laughs> right, right. I know for a while, right? So yeah. um all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in with some questions because now we're on part two of interview of you and Yay. I. Hey, part two now, because last time we talked forever. <laughs> and we I know, right? <laughs> a little bit, but anyway, so, um, and I can't remember, did we talk about when did you get started in modeling? 
Yes, I mean, I, I don't think I ever finished it, yes, right? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Which was crazy because yeah. I actually started uh, three years ago and I started here in the U.S. because I was telling a lot about how, you know, like their life been in Russia. I never modeled in Russia. So when I moved to U.S., I actually started modeling here because modeling was something I always wanted to do. And by the, at the time, I already graduated from college and, you know, I didn't have a job. So I decided that let me try and see how modeling gonna go. And at first, I spent a few months month just researching uh, what's the modeling is about, like how do you find the modeling agency, like what do you need, how do you approach photographers, and all of that. And I tried submitting pic. Wait, can I? Can I? Was it hard to find information? That's what I want to know. Was it hard to find uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Because okay. I would say that there were a lot of models on YouTube that would share information, but they would they all were saying the same thing. Just take your pictures and send to an agency. And that's right. it. And then magic happens. <laughs> but magic does not didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So it's not that easy and I actually just posted a video on Kesset and now it looks like it's getting it's pretty popular. Uh, I already got like this morning I woke up having like twenty five thousand views and I only posted it last night. I was like, oh that's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the video was about getting yourself out there. Cause as a new model and maybe you'll get lucky just by submitting digitals to agencies, but this is um you know that does not happen to everyone. So I always recommend beginner models to start doing something like go and attend local networking events, blogger events in your area, try to connect with local photographers. So that's kind of, you know, what I think worked for me because I started doing this locally and I met a lot of people. And that's how we met because there were, there were a lot of networking going on. So I did a few test shoots. And when I got uh, to do the shoot with Notchrad, so she told me about you. That's how we connected. And that would never, I, I feel like that would never happen if I didn't take this like first step. Right. Um, so, so when you, and, and why did you start? What made you want to become a model or start to model? What made you want to do that? First of all, I already kind of mentioned that because I was constantly asked if I was a model. So oh, I guess, oh, okay. uh, yeah, so <laughs> I guess like I just wanted to, at some point, I was like, let me show people that I am actually a model. Because <laughs> people were like, asking you, so you're like, oh, I yes. probably should model because people were asking me. <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, one thing, but also, I remember that moment when the first time I watched Victoria's Secret fashion show uh -huh. uh, and I was so amazed seeing those beautiful women and I really liked the message because uh, they're all hardworking women and it kind of like I feel like that show really inspired me to go into this business and now like I'm trying to be this role models for other girls so you know by growing my social media um, inspiring others to join the industry or not even the modeling like in general like if you want to achieve anything in life uh, just go after it right right 
And that's what you have to do. Um, and so what are the, some of the things that you love about the modeling business and some of the things that are maybe not your favorite? Mm -hmm. yeah. I feel like for me, the most beautiful thing is working with people because mm. you get to work with so many different people and I'm super extroverted. So for me, going to a new, you know, to a shoot, meeting new people, it's always exciting. I know so for some girls it's challenging, but I actually really love it. And, you know, that's how you also learn something is you learn from people a lot. Yeah. And I didn't get to travel as much I, I, uh, for modeling. I only traveled to like Philadelphia and New York area. But that's also been pretty exciting because I love driving. <laughs> and I, I, I was forced to learn to drive very quickly. Did you drive, drive in Russia? No. no. Uh, <laughs> So I actually went to school in Russia to get a um, license. Um, I got it, uh, but I never drove in Russia. So it was pretty much like before, right before I got uh, here. Mm -hmm. So, but that actually helped me a lot because uh, U.S. accepts your um, international driver license. Oh, okay. So that means that instead of, like you still have to go through all the process doing like the learner's permit and then taking a test mm -hmm. so it's the same but the difference is that you don't have to hold learner's permit for like nine months so you can just go and do this knowledge test and then do the driver test so you don't have to wait so that huh. helped yeah mm -hmm. So, okay, so, so some of the things you love are that you love meeting people and getting to know people. So what is something that's not your favorite? I mean, so what I don't like is that modeling, it's so inconsistent. So sometimes oh. uh, you get so busy with work and then you have nothing and you, you start like freaking out and thinking, oh my God, what I'm doing wrong. Right, right. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and this is like the way it is. And uh, we have slow season, we have like, you know, times when we are working a lot uh, and also that you get thing you get booked last minute right so then you have to re rearrange um, your plans and maybe if you made some commitment with your friends or your family so you also right. kind of have to <laughs> you have to play. cancel <laughs> yeah <laughs> like sorry yeah so you so you don't like that it's inconsistent right yeah. So if you, so like if you could go back three, four years, what would you have done differently? Okay. Yeah, all, like, I, <laughs> that's, I mean, three years like, isn't I, that far back, but I'm just, mm -hmm. you know, just wondering if there was yeah. anything that you thought now you're like, oh, I could have done that differently. What would have been? So it, just for advice for other people who yes. want to model, yeah. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like that um, I thought that I had a, um, enough time. And I've been thinking about modeling when I was like 18, 19. And I would just go for it earlier because I was always like kind of pushing it. And when I started, I was already 23 years old, which is okay. But if you're trying to go into the fashion industry, that's much harder. and right. each is an issue of course so that's something i would do probably because like, and i totally get it from other girls because i always get this messages like you know i'm scared to start i don't know like what do you what to do i also feel like i needed a push at one point and i already mentioned that in previous episode that i went to 
this year fashion week and Serge was the one who bought the tickets and told me to go because yeah. I did all the research but I was not really doing anything because I tried submitting photos it did not work out and there were not a lot of information and nobody really talked about other ways to get into the industry that you can actually do this local stuff and kind of like gain experience um and through networking you can actually find an agent <laughs> an agent that's what, yeah, what yeah. happened to me yeah <laughs> you found me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> through networking and other agencies too like in philadelphia mm -hmm. and yeah so yeah. i mean that's definitely networking is a big uh, way to get into it and so if you were to tell any new girls like in the business what would you what would be your advice like the first thing that you would tell them networking for sure but what would be something else that you would tell them definitely do your own research because mm -hmm. that's something I feel like I faced at the beginning especially in this area when you meet someone another model or a photographer and they start telling you bad things about this agency or that agency or that photographer mm. and that that's you know their opinion so that does not mean that it's true or maybe they had a bad, bad experience with this agency right so i would say that do your own research like you can listen to that and you know but still like try like even like with agencies like one agency could be a good fit for one model and not a, as good for another one. That's yeah. why, like, uh, I get it. Like, some girls would say, "Oh my God, I hate this agency. Like, I never got booked with them." Right. Because that right. wasn't right. right uh, wasn't right fit. So that's something I feel like is very important. Because as a beginner model, there are going to be a lot of people that you're going to think that they have authority and they're going to say things but you still have to have your own opinion and see how it goes do your own research ask others other people right so that's ask something I mm -hmm. yeah and you know and it's sort of like when I do placement and scouting and some agency you know people will be like well why can't I be with IMG or why can't I be with elite or you know certain agencies and then every agency has their own type of model that they like so even if you're exactly. not right for Wilhelmina, you might be right for major models or red models. You know, it just depends on, you know, always depends on what the agencies are looking for. So it's not necessarily has anything to do with you, too. You know, it's just what they want at the time. Or maybe they have somebody who looks like you. So they, exactly. they're like, sorry, we already have, we already have you. So, yeah. you know, so try another agency. Yeah. Um, and also, I, I wanted to add to that yeah. that. Uh, from your perspective, you also don't want to be with an agency. Let's say uh, IMG doesn't want you, but you get signed, and then you ended up not working with them right. because they just don't have right clients for you. So you also want to go with an agency that is excited about you, and they know that they can get you booked, so you'll be working. Right. Yeah. I mean, you definitely want to, and you want to have the agents, the managers inside the agency to. Be excited about you I mean if they have too yep. many girls at one time you know like a big agency sometimes they have you know one manager may have 20 girls and maybe it's a little too much for them to take care of so sometimes you know sometimes it's good to be start out with a smaller agency in that way because then you get more attention you know um, and then so you know one of the things that I wanted to ask you because you definitely stay healthy and fit and 
so, you know, eating wise, like what do you eat and what do you do to stay healthy and um, for modeling? So I would say that for me, it's all about the balance. And I've been searching for, let's say, like right diet for myself for a long time because I had in my like I had an experience of gaining weight before modeling. So when I was an exchange student, um, so I was uh, I was an exchange student um, in Finland. So there was a different experience, like living by yourself, like partying a lot. So I was not even uh, eating really healthy. So I think I was like 20 years old, probably. So when I went to Finland. So it was a different lifestyle and I came back with like 20 extra pounds in like half an hour, uh, half a year. Yeah. So, and it was like, I never thought I, I could gain any weight because I've been always eating whatever and never right. gain any weight. So that kind of like was the moment that made me thinking about, you know, um, eating healthy so then I kind of been searching like I tried so many things I feel like I try like eating like frequently like five times per day eating um, like fasting and all of that <laughs> so I, right. I tried ev everything and then I kind of got into um, the science of it so reading more about the hormone side of um, you know, this uh, lifestyle to see what actually happening in your body when you eat certain foods. Right. And I actually did learn a lot and realized that a lot of people have this misconception that it's all about the calories. And that's actually not the true, uh, not truth. And even though like the fitness industry is going to tell you the opposite. And yeah. I truly believe that it's not about the calories. And it's also very hard to actually calculate how many calories you're eating. Yes, very hard. I've this, tried that. Yeah. It doesn't work. And you know what? I, I mean, I really think the old oh, like, thing, uh -huh. like you are what you eat, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really do think that makes a big difference. I mean, if you're eating avocados, I mean, I'd be okay with that being avocado. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, being healthy, yeah. you know? Exactly. Yeah. And speaking of calories, what I was trying to say that, you know, they give you the number you see on the package. It's a approximate number. They don't really know what's the, uh, what the effect on your body going to be. Because it's, you know, people say it's physics. It's not physics. It's physiological response of your body. Right. And that actually, um, dictated by your hormones. And some people, uh, you know, have hormone imbalance. So you can eat a little bit and still gain weight yes. so it's more complicated so i've been just uh, you know for me what i try to do i try to limit amount of uh, sugar and carbs yeah. and eat that was my greens. that was my next question do you eat many sweets or sugar you know sugar? i never i never had a sweet uh, sweet tooth anyway so it was not a big problem for me to cut out sweets but i do like bread like I'm not gonna lie, I love bread. And, like bread with butter, it was like so good. Yeah. Uh, but I do try to limit the amount of it because I definitely, you know, it made me realize that when you eat um, carbs, then you have this insulin spike, and then it's what's interesting about it. It's different for everybody. So if you imagine having the glass, let's say the glass of water, so for one person. It, it's only going to be half full and that's already makes your body to store fat 
yeah. but for another person the glass never like you can pour more water and the person never gonna um store any fat because the fat's just gonna have like the the game gonna be closed because right. of the hormones it's just so interesting like and it's fascinating to me that you i feel like you just have to listen to your body and see where's the limit so maybe for me it's like one piece of bread but but another person can have three pieces of bread or it's or really, like me, really you can have none because my hormones are all crazy now it's the older you get <laughs> yeah yeah okay. so, so that's that's been interesting guys i definitely gone through things where i was not as healthy like i did like like experience binge eating because i was restricting myself a lot mm-hmm. and then i binge it and that's not healthy that's it's like the worst thing that could happen to you because you eat so many calories at one uh sitting or not and, eating and, is horrible too yeah yeah and imagine like that so what happens with your body is like it's freaking out like what is happening yeah why we have this war first but then we're like overloading yeah <laughs> with food right so um so what, what are some of your goals that you have for modeling, let's say, in the next five years? What, what is sort of your plan that you want to do? I really don't like those questions because <laughs> I feel like uh, whenever people ask you about um, your five-year plan, 10-year plan, it put, it's good to have it. It's good yeah. to write it down to know what uh, some of the clients you want to work for because yeah. I think that's important. But it's also put so much pressure on yourself. So if you do not achieve it, I feel like, you know, you feel bad about yourself. So that's why, like, I kind of don't like it. Because for me, like, when I was start- starting out three years ago, I thought that, okay, by the age of 25, whatever, I- I'm already going to be modeling in New York. But that didn't happen. Uh, so that's why um, I don't really like, um, you know, those questions. But also, yes, like, for me, what would be amazing, like, I really want to start modeling in New York City. Because okay. New York is, like, the, yeah. clo- the closest city, and it's the biggest market. Yeah. And hopefully, I mean, I can do more work there. Yeah. Um, and so, do you have any goals that you want to maybe have? Okay, well, we won't call it goals. We're <laughs> down the road. No, that's you, okay. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, do you have any, Yeah. Do you have any like you, you know that you want to have kids or you know sort of plans like that in the future? I mean, definitely. Uh, probably in a few years. Yeah. I'm kind of like right now. Like I feel like this is the the, the time where I'm growing and i have so much going on it's not yeah. just modeling so we're also doing model secret workshops so that's something that needs a lot of attention and a lot of work it's a big baby uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> and i also starting out um with another job so i'll be working with bitter grace so i'm gonna be a chief creative officer for them so i'm gonna be ma- managing all the social media Right. So that's going to be also a big part. So I really need this time to develop myself. Right. So then like when everything's kind of smoothly going, yeah. <laughs> I can, uh, yeah, I can have kids, one kid. One, one. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I have one and that's enough. <laughs> yes. And so do you have you any know. plans to go? I mean, 
I know that you're here in America now, but do you have any plans to go back to Russia? I mean, is that something that you, I mean, of course, when everything lifts, but, you know, is that something that you have planned? Uh, not back, like back, maybe to visit. Yeah. But yeah, no, in, I mean um, to visit. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, probably, but it's just so harsh right now because uh, I get so busy with work because I could not imagine taking like three weeks off. But because right. the thing is, like, you want to go for a few weeks because the time difference and all of that. Yeah. So I just couldn't imagine myself going. Maybe we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. I'm hoping to get a uh, citizenship soon. So once I get it, I also would be, you know, like, kind of, I'm going to feel more comfortable going. Yeah. You know, that also helps. Okay. So is it my turn yet? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Hold on one second with it. Sure. My hotline was ringing. That's my mom. So I have one phone, like a, uh -huh. like a home phone, and that phone is just for my mom. And it was ringing <laughs> while we were talking. That's okay. I don't know. Did you hear it? <laughs> uh, I did. Okay. Yeah. That's I'm okay. Like, I forgot to unplug it. I was like, oh, uh -huh. no, mom's calling. Of course she's calling while we're doing this. <laughs> that happens. Yeah. Not a problem. Yeah. So okay. my question would be, because we already talked about your modeling journey, and I just wanted to ask you, how did the transition happen for you, for, for you from being a model to being an agent? Right. So when I was modeling, um, I definitely, I think I had mentioned that before, but I definitely would help the girls with their portfolios and try to pick out their pictures and put their books together. So I was doing that already. And then, um, oh, there's my other phone ringing. It's busy this morning. Okay. Um, and, and then, um, I was in Los Angeles and I was still modeling and there was an agency out there called flame and mm -hmm. I was still modeling for them, but then they, they needed um, somebody to come in and help. And the owner of mm -hmm. the agency said to me, you know, Hey, will you do me a favor and pick out some of these pictures? And I was like, yeah, sure. So that's kind of mm -hmm. how I got started and that I worked on the other side while I was still modeling. <laughs> so I was picking out girls' pictures and I was still modeling. And oh, then, I know, so, I know. And then when, um, then I came back home to Virginia and I helped start um, a local agency and I was placing girls then. So I kind of got into the scouting and placement even before I moved up to New York. So then I got offered a job to work at uh, Paris USA where, mm -hmm. um, it was a, you know, it was a pretty good agency at the time. And, um, so I learned from his name was Douglas Ash and Louise Roberts, and they both were like a Ford and elite and had opened up mm -hmm. their own agency. And I started working there, um, with Scott lips. And I mean, there was a whole bunch of people that were, um, at this smaller agency worked there. And then I helped open APM models which is in mm -hmm. New York and they're still open. Um, and I was yeah. the only agent there. <laughs> so it was really? Yeah. And I had like 40 uh -huh. girls and I was setting up appointments, working on their jobs and working mm -hmm. on their portfolios. I was doing everything by myself. Um, and I did that. That's amazing. I know. And I it kept, it was like Penny, who's the owner of uh -huh. APM. She was, I was like, Penny, we got to hire somebody else. I can't <laughs> do this all myself. 
and she was running another division of APM. Uh-huh. Um, and so I was just doing the girls. And so I do open calls, work on the portfolios, set up tests, set up jobs. Um, I mean, it set up castings. It was crazy. But it was a really good experience because it got me to mm-hmm. sort of New York, know the New York way and, mm-hmm. you know, um, just get to know all the models and what they need and, you know, everything. I knew I, <laughs> it was like a um, intense course of how to be a manager, like yeah. <laughs> three years. And then I moved to Elite and I worked at Elite. Um, they asked me to come over there and I worked at mm-hmm. Elite which was seemed like my dream job at the time because I had also modeled for them. So it was uh-huh. kind of a three, you know, 360, yeah. you know, um, on the other side of that. And that was a great experience because, you know, you're dealing with um, really huge models like Giselle and, you know, I mean, people who would walk in, you'd be like, Oh my God, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you're working there, but you still kind of get a little awestruck at times. And that's uh-huh. John Casablanca owned it. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was was elite. It was a huge, huge agency and great to work for. And then I transitioned into working at Brian Bantry and they represented hair, makeup, um, and some of the older models um, Mm -hmm. and photographers like Patrick DeMarchelier and Russell um, James, who shoots Victoria's Secrets and you know, Patrick DeMarchiliate. And so it helped put together their, their books. And then I was representing the stylists and the models. <laughs> so, and I worked there for like five years, long time. So then I know it's mm-hmm. crazy, right? And then I came back to Virginia. I got married, got divorced <laughs> within a month's time. <laughs> it's one of those quick you know, uh-huh. divorce. and then I moved back to Virginia and then I started the scouting and placement agency, which I've had now for 12, 15 years. I don't know. I've had it a long time now. I place a lot of girls and mm-hmm. guys with agencies all over. So, so what, what are some of the agencies you'll play the girls with? Oh, okay. So, um, I mean, I, I know the answer. So the agencies that I placed them with, um, would be IMG, Elite, Wilhelmina, Major, Image, Funny Face. Mm, did I leave out any? <laughs> I'm like trying to think. Um, what about New York, New York models? Yes. New York models. Thank you. Yeah. I placed a couple mm-hmm. of people actually, I've placed um, about four girls with New York models, and I just recently placed another girl with New York models and LA models. Um, mm-hmm. I've worked a lot with Next. I haven't found anybody for them. Um, Ford, haven't found anybody for them, but um, the industry. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've placed a lot of girl. I mean, I placed um, two girls with Red, but a lot of girls with Major, too. I was trying to think. Like, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so been doing that a long time and it's been great. I mean, I really love working with the girls and helping them. You know, I had two girls up there that are twins at one point in time and one was with IMG and one was with major and, uh-huh. you know, they were, you know, and they're living together up in New York. It, that was pretty exciting. That's, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you looking in girls right now? I mean, in 2020, so what are some of their, I don't know, like, um, 
do you looking at the height, their measurements, or it's more about personality personality now? Yeah, well, I, I mean, there's always going to be the, you know, of course, you want them to be beautiful, but then there's the model that maybe isn't the most beautiful for the average person, but a really unique look. I think that's majorly, mm -hmm. the major thing that I look for is a unique look. And it doesn't matter about height anymore. I mean, I just signed a girl who was 5'6". So, um, that's great. And I, yeah. And, but I, for me, I really look for just different uh, features, different personal mm -hmm. and the different personality too. I think like, you know, Mads, which is, uh, she signed with IMG and she did um, Yves Saint Laurent, you know, campaign yeah. and she's doing some other campaigns. She's been on the cover of Vogue a couple of times and Numero and, but she, I mean, she's, She's beautiful, really beautiful, but really unique. So I think yes. that's one of the things I look for the most is the, and also too, you know, the face has to be symmetrical. So you look kind of for that kind of hard to describe It's something that I intuitively know what to look mm -hmm. for. Um, but the personality makes a world of difference too. So if, if a girl is, is beautiful and gorgeous, but she has a blah personality, she's not going to make it in the business at all. I mean, she has to be, and even if she is not an outgoing person, she has mm -hmm. to kind of fake that because, you know, you're with clients all week long or two weeks long yeah. or, you know, exactly. yeah, you have to have a, 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 a wonderful personality that you get along with people. So, Absolutely. so it's, it's a combination, combination of a lot of things that I look for. And, and, and it's really a needle in a haystack. It really is. I mean, it's hard to find the perfect girls. I mean, you know, or guys that agencies mm -hmm. want to sign. And like I had said before, it's always different. I mean, one agency wants this look and another agency wants this look. And you kind of have to know what agency wants mm -hmm. what look. Yeah. Um, you know, like... I would say IMG definitely wants somebody who's 5'11 and maybe a size two or four, but now they want some curve girls. So it just depends. You mm -hmm. know, it just totally depends. Interesting. Yeah. So what about um, develop, uh, developing process? Like what do you do when you have a new girl that just, you know, that doesn't know anything about modeling? So what are right. the first things she'll be doing? Well, I mean, the, the very first thing she could do was to take model secrets <laughs> Not online. Um, that was, um, because that actually, what we teach in our workshop, I think encompasses everything that a new model should know. And even somebody mm -hmm. been doing it for a little while, but I mean, I think it yeah. really encompasses everything. But so when I first find a girl, you know, the first thing I'll do is ask for digitals and the digitals need to be very clear um, background, no makeup. And, and I'll get so many digitals that have makeup or they're showing me these sexy poses or whatever. I don't <laughs> any of that. Just that, you know, most natural poses you can do just, you know, casual, no makeup, hair down, hair up sideways, you know, very simple. Mm -hmm. So that would be my first suggestion is, um, for them to do that. So then I really get a close look of what they look like. And then mm -hmm. in the development phase, I would 
um, send them to a photographer that I thought that was really good, like Nostrad. I mean, there's some few photographers that I like here in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, there's some in, in New York that you can go up and test with. Um, but in Virginia, there's a handful that I like to test with. And I like a certain type of look. So I'll have the girls only test with them. So you know you've, mm-hmm. uh, you've shot with Nostrad and you know what kind of... Yeah she is and mine I would say mine is more going to be on the high fashion um, mm-hmm. side than the more commercial but I do have some commercial girls too and that would take another photographer so um, get them yeah. tested you know get them tested whether it costs a little bit of money sometimes you have to invest um, sometimes the photographer has a great idea for lighting or a shoot or they you know have a concept they want to do so then great. You get the test for free. Um, maybe you have to bring clothes. You know, I have some girls um, next week that are doing a test and the mom is so into clothes. So she's gone and, you know, bought mm-hmm. all these different kind of clothes, <laughs> sending me pictures cool. of them. Um, yeah. And so that, uh, you know, and then, so then they can do a free test with the photographer because he has a concept. Uh, yeah. So that's my development part of that. And then I put them on my website and then I send out to all the agents that I know in New York, which, I mean, I have a list of <laughs> a lot, I'd say probably mm-hmm. 25 agencies that I work with, but mm-hmm. you know, 10, the top 10, 11, 12, there's, there's like 12 top agencies that I work with. And then I send out those pictures with the digitals and mm-hmm. see who likes who. So that's basically how I do my start to kind of going into developing mm-hmm. a girl. And then um, do you go with the girls to New York yeah, to yeah. meet with the agencies? I mean, before COVID? Uh, yeah, before or, COVID, always. Yeah. So, um, you know, and I brought up, I'd say probably, wow, I brought up a lot of girls. I mean, over the years, I can't even tell you how many. But, you know, one time I brought up about 10 girls. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Wow. I don't think I'd do it that way again because, I mean, it's great because we, you know, all go into the appointments and everybody, you know, yeah. it's great for the agents get to see them all at one time, but it's a little overwhelming, I think. Um, so what I really like to do is maybe two or three at a time. And even mm-hmm. one I've done, you know, where I just bring up one girl and show to all the agencies. And usually the agencies are really good about, you know, doing one-on-one appointments. Uh, make special appointments with them. So I'm really mm-hmm. grateful about that because, you know, who wants to go to an open call where there's a hundred yeah. people, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I would always go up with the, with the girls, stay in a hotel and then we do about four or five appointments a day to go see agencies. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, we kind of see who liked them, what agencies liked them, what agencies didn't, and then kind of pick through which agency is best for that model. Yeah. Which is sometimes hard. It's hard to choose. I, I bet, like, if I'm G and Wilhelmina wants to represent you, like, yeah. you're really going to well, have yeah. a tough, tough choice. Right. And you kind of go with, um, you know, and we've had that tough choice before. And um, mm. you kind of go with whoever you feel, like, intuitively the yeah. best with and what manager you felt really good with. and you know, felt good vibes from them. Mm-hmm. It's important to go yeah, with. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to go with your gut feeling. Yeah. I actually had this, um, uh, there, there was an agency here in DC that 
um, you know, was like going so like crazy and growing so quickly. And I actually met with them and they, I mean, I had a weird feeling and I never got with that agency. And then I heard really bad stories oh. from girls that were, was, uh, that were with, with an agency. The agency put them in positions. So and I was like, I'm glad I didn't go because this agency looked pretty legit. They had a good photographer. They had an office in DC, like huge office. Mm. Like I'm glad I never never gone with them because I just had this feeling that so something is not right. <laughs> and so, did the girls pay money to be with the agency, or what was the? Uh, that was more about like a. Uh, random people coming to the shoot like random guys mm. so that was more about like this kind of um unsafe unsafe team yeah 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 oh that's terrible uh, that that's what from what i heard and also i heard this agency made models paid commission if they found their own clients so oh, that was wow. in the contract so mm. it's not it was not just like you know giving so giving commission to agency from what they booked you for it's also right. like your own own client so that was interesting yeah it sounded like but that i mean I, I personally yeah. mm -hmm, i personally like i you know i don't know much it's just something i heard from other girls so i never okay. i always try to like say that maybe they're doing better now i don't know that's what you know but yeah hope i don't think it yeah <laughs> <laughs> hope yeah. that and i have one more question for you okay okay uh so what would you recommend uh, a sparring model, someone who is looking into uh, doing modeling now or in a few years? Like, what would be your advice? You mean besides taking our be course? Be <laughs> <laughs> besides taking our workshop? <laughs> um, well, I would say, you know, sending in digitals to agencies is a good way. Like, you know, we had talked about, you had talked about that, but also networking. Um, meeting photographers, going on Instagram, looking for photographers that you really find that their work is amazing, uh, messaging them, asking them if they'll shoot. Um, but, you know, make sure if you're doing that, that you're also clearing that everybody's safe and good and, you know, all that. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, doing shoots as much as possible. I would say practice in the mirror. I mean, one of the things, too, I, I find that, you know, girls will send me pictures and they're just not appropriate pictures. So, you know, you want to make sure that they're just natural and, and um, you know, just be yourself in the pictures, especially in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to, yeah. you know, you don't want to be something you're not in the beginning. Yeah. Um, so I, w I would say send in digitals. It's the best way. Close up of the face, you know, not with friends. I get that too. I get a lot of people that send in these group pictures. I'm like, okay, but which really? one are you? <laughs> yes, I know. Oh. It's crazy. Or the moms will send pictures of the whole family. I'm like, okay, which one oh. are we trying to, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which one do you want me to say? But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, that would be mine. And, and, and definitely to do your research, like you had said, you know, research online about different agencies or different scouts, you know, and right now I feel like there is a over, I mean, I've been doing scouting and placement a long time, yeah. 15 years. And now I feel like this year and last year, there has been so many new scouts. It's like, I, I'm sorry, but you have to like know what you're doing. Not, you just can't say, Oh, now I'm a scout. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. I, mean, uh-huh. I, really, I really think that that's, um, you know, sort of be careful on who you mm. kind of go with, what scout you go on. And I, I've heard from big agencies and big scout, you know, scouts that work at big agencies that um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of frauds out there. So, uh, you yeah. know, I would say to be careful on that and to, um, and don't pay money up front with agencies. You know, even if it's a local agency, I would say don't pay the money up front. Let the agency, you know, pay, you know, pay up, pay your way instead of you pay up, up front money the whole time. And, you know, and paying for these websites and all that kind of stuff in the beginning, I think is, is silly. It's a waste of money, really. Yeah. That's my opinion. I know some people wouldn't agree with that, but. I mean, it's common fees, but agencies, I mean, good agencies, yeah. if you do that, they try to just deduct it from your paycheck. Yeah. So at least like they make sure they booked you, uh, they book you, so you make money. And then it's not like you can't, yeah. you just came to an agency and you have to pay them. For, right. For and what? you know, <laughs> I've heard that a couple of times, like I'll have girlfriends who have cute kids or cute teenagers and they'll say, oh, I'm with an agency. And it's like, really? Well, you did pictures and you got a comp card. Does that really mean that you're with an agency? You haven't worked any, you know? So I, yeah. I, I don't really, I just don't agree with that. I don't think that's the best way to kind of go up mm-hmm. about it, spending like $2,000 in the beginning. I mean, that's my opinion only, but I just don't feel like that's a great way yeah. to get into modeling. But I guess it depends on what kind of modeling you want to do, right? Yeah, and also if you have, you know, spending on your test, if you have the budget, yeah. like there's nothing wrong with that. And I always no. say it that you either pay with money or you pay with your time. Because, yeah. I mean, I paid me with my time and it took me a year to build the portfolio just because not, you know, not every single photographer going to say yes to a trade shoot. So right. shooting for free. So that's why it took a while while I saw the photographer like doing this model call. So when they are actually very interested in doing something, because I, I did not have money at the time. Right. So you, it's like it's an investment. Yeah. So yeah. If can you can, be, yeah. if you can. So that's that's actually great if you have you know the budget at the beginning if, and you can just pay for your tests and get great pictures done that's the that's the best like if you can right and and you know for me in the beginning so when I first went away to Spain here's another thing that one of the girls asked me um two days ago she said well if I she's in England and she said well if I come Mm -hmm. to America will they pay my way to come and meet with agencies and I'm like no you you know sometimes you have to pay your own way to get to where you want to get so yeah so I mean even for me when I first went to Spain was the first agency I I went with in Barcelona I mean I had to pay my way so sometimes you do have to you know the agency didn't pay my ticket there Um, but then when I went to Paris and I you know they did pay my way so it just depends on each circumstances really exactly you also have to make sure you're uh, taking uh, keep track of yeah all those expenses because the thing is like the agency might pay for your flight or your hotel, but it's actually going to come out from your paycheck. Yes, a lot of people have this yeah yeah a lot of people have this misconception that you know that models get paid for everything for like hotels, flights, and have this beautiful life. 
right. that's business. That's not how that works. Right. And, and even, you know, models that are doing really well, you know, if I ha I have some girls that are doing, you know, are working, but maybe they want to go to Paris to try to work a little bit more. So they have to pay for that ticket. I mean, it's okay. It's, it's an investment. I mean, you go to college, yeah. you invest a lot of money in college. You know, I never went to exactly. college, but yeah. you invest money in it. So it's okay to invest a little bit of that kind of money to go somewhere or to do, you know, beautiful tests if you find a fantastic photographer. But make sure it's a great photographer, not just an okay photographer you're paying for. Definitely. Like that's something I've been doing. I've been I've been to Virginia Beach a few times just doing this test. Because right. DC is limited. You know, there are not many good photographers here. And uh, but at one point I already tested with everybody yeah. and I needed better pictures and I knew I don't know, somehow Virginia Beach has Yeah, um, they do. I know, isn't it crazy? They do. Yeah. You have two good There are good photographers there. So and yeah. for me it was like four four hours, I think, drive. So I, I went there twice to get the pictures done. But it was worth it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I think we covered everything, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. I know. That was so that was so amazing. Yeah. Okay. And I need to get get ready for the shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of ready. Yeah, you're kind of ready. You're ready. You're ready. Did yeah. you have to do your makeup and hair because it looks great? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So thank, you have some makeup you. ready. Um, yep. Yeah. I know. I'm going to send some more people out to agencies today. See who wants to sign more girls. Yay! <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, have a good day. Hey. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Model Secrets Podcast. We hope that our podcast inspired you to take first steps towards becoming a model. For online modeling workshop, visit modelsecrets.online. See you next week.